All right, suckers. Hope you enjoyed your day off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> John chapter six. Let's get right into it. Later. Well, first of all, the caption reads, Jesus feeds more than 5,000. This is cross-referenced in Matthew chapter 14, verse 13 through 21. Mark chapter six, verses 30 through 44. And Luke chapter nine, verses 10 through 17. So in all four of the gospels, this story is told. Let's read verse one. Later, Jesus went across Lake Galilee, also known as Lake Tiberias. A great crowd of people followed him because they saw the miraculous signs he did in healing the sick. Jesus went up on the side of the hill and sat there with his followers. It was almost a time for the Jewish Passover festival. Jesus looked up and saw a crowd of people coming toward him. He said, Philip, where can we buy enough bread for all these people to eat? He asked Philip this question to test him. So again, Jesus knows everything, but he still asks questions kind of to get you to think for yourself and to evaluate situations, to soul search, to really get your brain churning because Jesus knows everything. He doesn't need to ask questions, but he does anyway. And we see that a lot. Um, so Jesus asked Philip this question to test him. Jesus already knew what he planned to do. Philip answered, we would all have to work a month to buy enough bread for each person here to have only a little piece. Another follower there was Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter. Andrew said, here is a boy with five loaves of, of barley bread and two little fish. But that, is an, but that is not enough for so many people. Jesus said, tell everyone to sit down. This was a, this was a place with a lot of grass and about 5,000 men sat down there. Jesus took the loaves of bread and gave thanks for them. Then he gave them to the people who were waiting to eat. He did the same with the fish. He gave them as much as they wanted. They all, ha they all had plenty to eat. When they finished, Jesus said to his followers, Gather the pieces of fish and bread that were not eaten. Don't waste anything. So they gathered up the pieces that were left. The people had started eating with only five loaves of barley bread, but the followers filled 12, okay. The people had started eating with only five loaves of barley bread, but the followers filled 12 large baskets with the pieces of food that were left. The people saw this miraculous sign that Jesus did and said, he must be the prophet who is coming into the world. So we have another group of people testifying that Jesus is the Messiah, the son of God. All right. So they said he, he must be the prophet who is coming into the world. So again, all the Jews were expecting and anticipating and eagerly waiting the coming of the Messiah to come and establish his kingdom. All throughout Jewish history and um, the history of the people of Israel, there had been predicted this prophet that would come and, and be the savior of their people. 
the leader of their people, the king of their people, that he would come and establish his kingdom and overthrow all their oppressors. So everybody was constantly waiting for this person. And Jesus was displaying all these miraculous signs, proving that he was from God. And these people were all fired up and hyped. And this particular group said, he must be the prophet who is coming into the world. Verse 15, Jesus knew that the people planned to come get him and make him their king. See that? They're anxious. They have an idea of what Jesus is supposed to do and how he's supposed to reign. And Jesus, God, has other plans. He's going to reign for sure, but it's going to look a lot different than what the people expected. So Jesus knew the people planned to come get him and make him their king. So he left and went into the hills alone. Next caption, Jesus walks on water. That evening, Jesus' followers went down to the lake. It was dark now, and Jesus had not yet come back to the, and Jesus had not yet come back to them. They got into a boat and started going across the lake to Capernaum. The wind was blowing very hard. The waves on the lake were becoming bigger. They rowed the boat about three or four miles. Then they saw Jesus. He was walking on the water, coming to the boat. They were afraid, but he said to them, Don't be afraid. It's me. When he said this, they were glad to take him into the boat. And then the boat reached the shore at the place they wanted to go. So, that's it for that caption. I'm not done with the chapter. Don't get too excited. Um, that's it for that little caption about Jesus walked on water. Very casual. Um, in, in, at least in this account, the gospel according to John. Um, yeah. Uh, they were... They were struggling in this storm and uh, they were great, greatly fearful when they saw Jesus coming. And in, in, in another account, uh, I forget which gospel, Matthew, Mark, or Luke, uh, Jesus had started to walk right by them. <laughs> They're over here struggling in this storm and Jesus was walking right past them. And then Peter calls out to him and Jesus stops and extends his hand to Peter, invites Peter to come out. And Peter starts to walk. Peter comes to his master and starts to walk on water himself. But then he got afraid and he started to sink. And Jesus had to pull him up out of the water. And they both went back into the boat. And Jesus like, oh, you guys and your little faith. Um, just a funny scenario. We can't really imagine that. Um, but it happened, man. It happened. And... Um, it's, it's interesting how Jesus gives us opportunities to display our faith in him. Like even just being in that storm, had they trusted and had faith in Jesus, they, they would know that he's in control and that he would, he would take care of them. Um, and then in the other gospel, when Jesus invites Peter out, out to the water with him, to walk on the water with him, Peter doubts and is fearful and begins to sink. And Jesus was right there with his hand extended to him, just as God always is. God is always right there 
with his hand extended to us. All we got to do is have faith and trust in him that he's in control, that he's got us. He's got our back. So that's that. Um, Next caption, the people look for Jesus. The next day came. Some people had stayed on the other side of the lake. They knew that Jesus did not go with his followers in the boat. So remember, Jesus came walking on water. And these, these people that were by the side of the lake knew Jesus didn't go in the boat. Next, um, let's continue. They knew that the followers had left in the boat alone. And they knew it was the only boat that was there. But then some boats from Tiberias came and landed near the place where the people had eaten the day before. This was where they had eaten the bread after the, after the Lord gave thanks. The people saw that Jesus and his followers were not there now. So they got into the boats and went to Capernaum to find Jesus. These people were these people were following Jesus' every move. Like they really thought, they really believed he was the king. They wanted to see miracles. They wanted to receive healing. They were tracking his every move. Um, it's really how it should be. We should really desire to, to get close to Jesus, to be close to Jesus. And we can. Um, through his finished work on the cross, we have access to God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, if we just believe. So, just like these people were so anxious to see Jesus and to be close to Him, we actually have the opportunity to be in close fellowship, intimate fellowship with Him. We should be in just as much awe as these people were, even more so because these people didn't have these writings and these teachings to to see all that Jesus had done and all that came from it, all like once the kingdom was established and spread throughout the world. So how much more should we just be in awe of God and constantly desiring to be close to our Lord? Next caption, Jesus, the bread of life. The people found Jesus on the other side of the lake. They asked him, Teacher, when did you come here? He answered, Why why are you looking for me? Is it because you saw miraculous signs? The truth is, you are looking for me because you ate the bread and were satisfied. But earthly food spoils and ruins. So don't work to get that kind of food. But But work to get the food that stays good and gives you eternal life. The Son of Man will give you that food. He is the only one qualified by God, the Father, to give it to you. So I might might have been partially mistaken. These people, as testified by Jesus, were following him. I'm probably all the way mistaken now that I listen to myself. These people were following Jesus because they wanted more miracles. They wanted more bread. They were satisfied. They were filled. They wanted more of that. These kind of uh, tangible, almost a little bit materialistic blessings. Well, Jesus, is, he's about so much more. 
Jesus is about is about the things of eternity, eternal life, security in God's kingdom. Um, that's what Jesus is about. That's what he's talking about. The people ask Jesus, what does God want us to do? Verse 29, Jesus answered, the work God wants you to do is this, to believe in the one he sent. Very interesting statement. These people are like, what does God want us to do? Many people in many, in most religions, most other religions are asking themselves, what do I have to do to get into heaven? What good deeds must I do to get into heaven? And these people are like, um, what does God want us to do? Essentially the same question worded, worded a little bit different, a different angle, but same concept. Never, nevertheless, and Jesus answered, the work God wants you to do is this, to believe in the one he sent. It all starts with faith in Jesus. If we don't believe in Jesus and his finished work on the cross, then we have no access to, to God the Father. And then all of our works are in vain. All of our quote-unquote good deeds are vanity. It all starts with Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. If we believe in that, That is the start of our relationship with God the Father. And then we begin to bear fruit and do good deeds. All right? Faith then works. Faith without works is dead. But faith comes first. So, verse 30. So the people asked, what miraculous sign will you do for us? If we can see you do a miracle, then we will believe you. What will you do? Our ancestors were given manna to eat in the desert. As the scripture says, quote, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. End quote. Jesus said, I can assure you that Moses was not the one who gave your people bread from heaven, but my father gives you the true bread from heaven. God's bread is the one who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Talking about himself, Jesus. The people said, Sir, from now on, give us bread like that. Then Jesus said, I am the bread that gives life. No one who comes to me will ever be hungry. No one who believes in me will ever be thirsty. I told you before that you have seen me and you still don't believe me. The Father gives me my people. Every one of them will come to me. I will always accept them. I came down from heaven to do what God wants, not what I want. I must not lose anyone God has given me, but I must raise them up on the last day. This is what the one who sent me wants me to do. Everyone who sees the son and believes in him has eternal life. Again, belief in Jesus leads to eternal life. I will raise them up on the last day. This is what my father wants. Verse 41, some Jews began to complain about Jesus because he said, I am the bread that comes down from heaven. They said, this is Jesus. We know his father and mother. He is only Joseph's son, 
How can he say I came down from heaven? But Jesus said, Stop complaining to each other. The Father is the one who sent me, and he is the one who brings people to me. I will raise them up on the last day. Anyone the Father does not bring to me cannot come to me. It is written in the prophets, quote, God will teach them all. People listen to the Father and learn from him. They are the ones who come to me. I don't mean that there is... All right, sorry about that. Verse 45, it is written in the prophets, quote, God will teach them all, end quote. People listen to the Father and learn from him. They are the ones who come to me. I don't mean that there is anyone, I don't mean that there is anyone who has seen the Father. The only one who has ever seen the Father is the one who came from God. He has seen the Father. I can assure you that anyone who believes has eternal life. He says it again. I am the bread that gives life. Your ancestors ate the manna God gave them in the desert, but it didn't keep them from dying. Here is the bread that comes down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will never die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. This bread is my body. I will give my body so that the people in the world can have life. Verse 52, then the Jews began to argue among themselves. They said, how can this man give us his body to eat? Jesus said, believe me when I say that you must eat the body of the son of man and you must drink his blood. If you don't do this, you have no real life. Those who eat my body and drink my blood have eternal life. I will raise them up on the last day. My body is true food, and my blood is true drink. Those who eat my body and drink my blood live in me, and I live in them. The Father sent me. He lives, and I live because of him. So everyone who eats me will live because of me. I am not like the bread that your ancestors ate. They ate that bread, but they still died. I am the bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. Jesus said all this while he was teaching in the synagogue in the city of Capernaum. Next caption, many followers leave Jesus. Verse 60, when Jesus' followers heard this, many of them said, this teaching is hard. Who can accept it? Jesus already knew that his followers were complaining about this. So he said, Is this teaching a problem for you? Then what will you think when you see the Son of Man going up to where he came from? It is the Spirit that gives life. The body is of no value for that. But the things I have told you are from the Spirit, so they give life. But some of you don't believe. Jesus knew the people who did not believe. He knew this from the beginning, and he knew the one who would hand him over to his enemies. Jesus said, That is why I said, Anyone the Father does not help to come to me cannot come. After Jesus said these things, many of his followers left and stopped following him. 
Jesus asked the twelve. Uh, the, Jesus asked the twelve apostles, "Do you want to leave too?" Simon Peter answered him, "Lord, where would we go? You have the words that give eternal life. We believe in you. We know that you are the. We know that you are the Holy One from God." Then Jesus answered, "I chose all twelve of you, but one of you is a devil." He was talking about Judas the son of Simon Iscariot. Judas was one of the twelve apostles, but later he would hand Jesus over to his enemies. Heavy chapter, an excellent chapter, but real heavy and dense. Um, and uh, that is why it's just mentioned, it was just mentioned that many of Jesus' disciples, disciples, disciples stopped following him after this. Um, in another gospel, it said at one point he had 70 followers, 70 disciples walking with him, and 58 of them left, which leaves us with the remaining 12. So it's not easy. Um, he was talking uh, spiritually about his body and his blood. Um, it's Because remember, Jesus is the word. He's also the bread of life. Um, and and to, to eat, him and drink him and and what what he's saying is it's to it's another way of saying to abide in him to believe in him to surrender to him to consume him meaning his word his teachings to embrace his love to give your life for him to live for Jesus all right um to constantly consume his word, to constantly be in fellowship with him. That is what he's talking about. All right. He, and, and when we do that, we have eternal life because we can say we believe in him, but, but are we surrendering and really filling ourselves with the word? All right. The bread of life. Is that the center focus in this in the most valuable part of our lives? And that's what Jesus wants. So long chapter, but a great one. I love y'all. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for this word. Anybody who's listening up to this point, Lord, just encourage them. Encourage them um, that you are the truth. Let them know that you are the truth. You are the way. And you are the way to, to eternal life. And that if they believe that, Lord, encourage them that they are secure in you. That their eternity is secure. That they will spend eternity in paradise with you. I thank you for your obedience to die for the sins of mankind, Lord. That we can submit and just live for you. And that we may have eternal life after this. I thank you for this word. May it continue to teach those people listening. May it correct them. May it instruct them. May it lead them into righteousness. May it guide their, their path. Being a light to their feet. A lamp to their path. 
Lord, and I pray that it helps them to bear good fruit, to do good things, Lord. But it first comes through faith in you. So may your word, this word, reveal who you are to the people listening, that they know you are the Son of God, that they know you are the Messiah, that you know you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and you're worthy to be praised. You're worthy to be served. Open people's hearts right now, Lord. And I thank you for what you're doing and what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Love y'all. Stay tuned for chapter seven. God bless. Peace.